have to. People have to Better still. Safe than sorry. You know, when you are an artist, as I am, as a podcaster, you know, you don't get to take days off. Literally, I mean, you think people are like, no, well, so you don't podcast every day. Yes, I do. I'm not recording, of course not. But you think I can just like turn this on and turn this off, Basil? No, of course not. No, I no, no. You live it. And if when it's not, you know, Mercury and retrograde, it's the fucking Freemasons. When it's not them, it's the FBI, the CIA. It's like you're constantly doing spiritual warfare and you always have to be on guard. I understand that. You know, I, I get it. Somebody even though I'm not a take seller, I I I I sympathize. I thank you. Well, you don't have to be a take seller to be gang stalked, and which is like basically so you know, what happens to, to people like me, probably to people like you. Um, you, you I should wait, hold on. I, we, we're fired up. This is out of control already, but we need to rein it in and just like let's pause and set the stage here because I have a in front of me a returning guest, a I will say a polarizing guest, a iconic guest, a superstar, my personal imam, my friend, my spiritual comrade, my uh, co-soldier in the information wars. You can tell I was in military because I said co-soldier. Uh, one and only. His name is not, by the way, Basil Ty. It's just Basil, aka Neobactrian. Welcome back to Here Comes the Backlash for a thrice time, my friend. Thank you for having me. So happy to be here. Happy to be forced upon all of my haters. Hi, hoes. I bet you thought you'd see the last of me. No. <laughs> you must contend with my existence once again. <laughs> I mean, it's a dual continuum there. I think, do you ever get mixed up with other gay people that's ever happened to you that don't even look oh. like <laughs> yes uh yes i got mixed yes i got mixed up you know q and a like to say that i look like uh this other homosexual who has oh, like curly yes. hair and i um out. Well, yeah we can't say, we say his name we won't talk or anything but shout out to our uh our our friend of, in the heavens there that yes i know you're talking about oh yeah, yeah so yeah they they do confuse me with other other sodomites yeah that's so funny. I feel like some people, that, in that case, it's weird because it is a fellow gay, but <laughs> with Q, but I've had it where people, there was this Asian guy at work and I'm not Asian. That's like the one thing actually I'm not. I can't, I'm not going to ethnic docs this evening, but uh, there was this Asian guy who did not look like me at all. And this woman always mixed this up. And I was like, oh, he's just because he's a faggot. Also, she just saw like a fucking unicorn talking to her. She did not mm-hmm. see the person. You know? It's like every time I'm near you, I just feel the wind rush past my ear into your gaping asshole. So I just think <laughs> it's like, I think you guys are the same person. I just feel like the same rush of wind. She's like, I just smell sulfur for some reason. And hey, I just, I don't know. Um, Basil, welcome back. I do mean this. Your last name is not Ty. Not to I ever thought your last name was Ty, but um, I credited you, I don't know, half a dozen, 30 dozen times as Basil Ty. I swear that was your, like, your display name at one point, but, like, no, I'm just retarded. Well, well, the thing is, I my last account while I was wandering the desert before I got Neobactrian back was Basil Tilaï. Which uh-huh. in Farsi means gold. And listen, I am like the most accommodating, like, no, it's okay. You can call me whatever you want. And it's like, so it's like, as long, but then I saw you made the, the like the thumbnail for the episode. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I kind of like have, have to, to tell about this one. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah, to yeah, say oh something. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's like mono, it's like a mononym. It's like, you know, it's like um, Madonna, Cher, Dasha, Basil. Basil. Or, no, I feel um, it's funny because when I was first on Thoughts and Prayers, they labeled me as poolside. 
So I could have easily just accidentally become poolside, I guess. And just, I would have gone with it probably. There's uh, no house. There's no structure. I'm just like by the pool. I, I there's mean, no. You know, there's a poolside vibe. I like to think yeah. it's like poolside by, by moonlight. That's, you know, that's the, uh, the vibe. Well, here. regardless, the house pool name, I still get poolside vibes. I still, I, I see pool house poolside. Inshallah. Thank you very much, my friend. I can you mix it with uh, gay people? This is not even what I was supposed to talk to you about. But yeah, I was mixing, oh yeah, I was mixing up your name. They keep sorry. calling me gay. That's the problem. They keep being like, aren't you gay? I'm like, oh my God, do I have to, do I have to explain it again? Like, I mean, we'll, we'll splice out a section of this recording and you can just start dropping that on them. Yeah. Because some of these hoes can't read. I'm sorry. Apparently so they true. cannot fucking read. Okay. Um, Basil, we have a lot to get to, I guess, this evening. We're just going to go. We're just going to go straight into it. Well, dive right in. Okay. So actually you mentioned, okay, so you're here. You're back. You're queer. <laughs> you are a queer question mark. Actually, no, 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 no. No, just, just pack it. You're not queer. Yeah, Don't yeah, yeah, twist yeah, yeah. God. Ugh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, so you, you, yeah. Okay. So you came on my program the first time and you actually, uh, I feel like everything evolves. It's kind of a shift. So you were the first guest. It's like a Saturn return in a sense, which in podcasting time just happens a little faster, you know? Right. And so like, you're, you're back around and uh, I feel like the show grows each time. Although the show is under attack, A-T-T-A-Q, full blap style. Like, and it's coming from, it's coming from the government. It's coming from the fucking like Freemasons. It's coming from mm-hmm. the, I bleep. I can't say who that one is. It's coming from a group of people like at the top that are just uh, you know very powerful that will not be named. And there, it's coming from also the Satanists, the, the Gnostics. Apparently, James Lindsay tells me the Gnostics are out to get me mm-hmm. under a lot of attack. The neo-Marxist piss play faggots. <laughs> They're exactly. Oh, the Christian nationalists apparently hate oh, me. Oh, God, yeah. Conspiracy left now hates me. They're my biggest enemies. Once my dearest friends, but now my biggest enemies. But you know what? Nobody hates me as much as the take sellers. Let's talk about take sellers just for a second, because you introduced this term to me, and I actually first heard it. I thought you said take sales, actually. For the first time I actually heard you say it as we were talking, and then I realized as we were speaking, you'd said take sellers, but take sell never like left my mind because I was like, oh, that's a good word. So I started to self-identify as a take sell in opposition to take sellers. Maybe we should define it. What's the neobacterian in the neobacterian sense? Give me take seller. A take seller is a person who sells their takes on the internet, who like I'm here to give you my take, my opinion on XYZ current thing that is currently on the news cycle all the timeline. Please subscribe to my Patreon. Please listen to my podcast. Please uh, subscribe to my Substack. Please subscribe to my whatever. I'm a take seller. So like that is what it takes. It, it means someone who's engaging with the media market, but typically not at the level of like, you know, legacy media of like television or newspaper, or whatever. Typically in like the Patreon, Substack, podcast, Twitter adjacent media market. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like, it's so much more um, informal than the old legacy media. So it's like, it's really like mixed up with like these parents. It's like everything that we've thought, learned over the past, like whatever it is, five years of like this kind of like media market where it's like parasocial relationships and the group chats and this and that. It's like, these are not social relations in and of themselves. These are not, do not begin and end as like, this is my friend. It's like, no, baby, you guys have sister podcasts who you retweet each other every week and boost each other and you all go on each other's podcasts. You're a media cartel. These are media machinations. These are... This is a media market. Like, oh. sorry, I'm a little bit of a Marxist in this sense. I kind of see past like the bullshit. 
I usually say that my analysis is Marxist, not me myself, but like the way I view it is a Marxist way of viewing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a growing uh, small cohort of fo- folks like yourself who are using Marxism without necessarily like embodying it or doing the praxis, which is the problem of all this stuff. Critical theory is it's good in theory. Hello, it's in the name. Right. Anyway, uh, but like, what do you think of my, um, my introduction of this uh, notion of take cell, which I mean, you could make the case that here here comes the backlash. This is a media enterprise. I've maintained this flagship enterprise, the zine for 20 years off and on, let's say, okay, but in this modern market, you know, I've got sister podcasts. I'm shouting out my friends. We're building ourselves a, a network, you know, a kind of a, a brand, maybe an ID. But at the same time, I don't think any of us is making money, first of all. That's, <laughs> I think, uh, that I think is the main, the main black <laughs> and white line of the sand. I would honestly... You introduced the term take sell to me. And honestly, I feel like that applies much more to me, take sell, because I'm out here doing it for as a fool. I'm a fool. I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm a retard. I'm an idiot. I do it for free just because like I felt like it was a public service and I had something to say. And I was like, I'm Jasmine Masters and I have something to say. So it's like, so I feel like a take sell in that like I gave out my takes. I Baby, depending on who you ask, I blew up the post left. I did it. I am Timothy McVeigh and the post left of the Oklahoma, but whatever, whatever, whatever. I did that. Okay. That's where Doug's killer found shaking. (laughs) Right alongside his schizophrenic cousin. What's up? But yeah, no, but I feel like a take cell in that, like, I am not endeavoring to have uh, a media project in any type of way. I just... I love my friends who do, and I support them, and I want them to have the best. I want them to be the best take sellers out there. But I feel like truly to to reappropriate your own identity is to say like, oh, I feel like a take sell because mm. I don't, I don't. There's, you know, bare battery is done. I'm just, I exist as a specter that haunts mm. the post post left. Like you know, it's just, it is what it is. You are, yeah, you're, no, you're this, like, yeah, uh, ringing scream from two years ago in their ears that will not stop. It's like the worst TMJ of their lives, you know? I love it. I love it. Because you know what? They cannot, they cannot have, they cannot be at a restaurant, an Italian restaurant, and see a dish that has basil in it. They cannot be at a cutesy little, uh, little bar that has, like, a specialty drink that has basil in it without being, thinking of the fat, autistic, gay (laughs) Afghan in their head. They cannot think about a tranny. Without being like, Ugh. this man broke our minds and broke our media market. Um, sorry, like it. it, it <sighs> I did. I did. You did. You did. And I feel like you're true in the sense uh, you are more of a take. So even than myself, you're out there. I don't know if you keep them in a drawer or whatever. Your your past like impressionant takes it, and you like fire that shit up, and it's just like you don't even have to type a fucking word at this point. You are just like yeah. I mean, amazing, and it's fucking still hits. It's not like it's recycled content. It's like no, these bitches have not learned. Still, it's crazy. I came on the scene in 2021 or whatever, and I had the zeal of like a man with a message. I would explain it in long threads and expel it out. And da, 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 da. I don't have that anymore. I have been beat. I've had, my, to quote Morrissey, I've had my face dug in 15 miles of shit and I do not <laughs> like it. And you know what? I just don't have that zeal anymore. But guess what? I have all those tweets. I have all those screenshots. And no one, like you said, no one's learned anything. No one is, you know, so here you go. Take the fucking screenshot. I don't have to say anything. You you know where I'm at. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't have to tweet anymore. I don't have to tweet a single word. 
You do, well, I mean, every now and then you have to go into that like the piss orgy audio and uh, gather like I guess. <laughs> oh my god! I'd be like, bitch! I gotta go bust out the fucking external hard drive. All right, oh your Epstein drawer. So uh, the thing is, though, is, so it's, am I trying to have a media career? I actually don't know. I don't plan to accept money. This is the thing. You made the distinction of accepting money. I think that's probably fair. If someone's taking money, they're probably a take seller, like uh, by definition, right? They're, or they're at least uh, accepting donations for it. And the whole thing with all these payments, once you put a payment system on the platform, you're potentially compromised because you look at the Patreon, nobody's listening to that fucking QAnon anonymous bullshit show that is like a top conspiracy. They are debunking QAnon. Like, what gear is it? Right. Even my love and red scare, my queens, you know, Dasha and Anna, like, where does all that money come from? This whole market with take sellers, I guess, as well, say it's very opaque. We don't know who these subscribers are. We don't know where this money comes from. Someone doesn't even necessarily need to be conscious of the fact that they have been compromised to become compromised in that model because, or at least they don't have to be conscious of it until it's too late, let's say, because you become reliant on this revenue stream and you might find out that that revenue stream isn't coming from where you thought it was and where it's coming from has some expectations. Or even if it does, because like when I first like thought of the conception of take seller, what it was was it was a way of me of like conceptualizing who I was going to harass and who I was not going to harass, <laughs> right? Because I was like, if you are selling your takes, you are getting, you are collecting money off of the brand of like, I am here to sell you the takes that will combat the left or that are going to demystify the left or that are going to help give you the rhetorical tools <laughs> to kind of see past the psyops. And you are in that moment, mystifying and psyoping and parroting and shit like that that gave me license in my in my head to say oh oh sweet i'm in your replies hello hello quote hello i'm here um what are you doing what are you saying what are you because you are branding yourself one way and collecting money off of that brand that is contrary to what we're seeing so that's what gave me license but for a lot of them i remember distinctly remember people being like people who oof serious you know basil hater version point one like version 1.0 mm-hmm. would be in my dms and say listen i agree with you you're right you're correct i cannot say anything because mm-hmm. my patrons my subscribers are a bunch mm-hmm. of fucking they them you know non-binaries and faggots and whatever who are literally going to dox me and whatever and i felt bad at the time i was like okay mm-hmm. i get it but then, of course, they end up being like, oh, well, you know what? You're autistic and you're rude publicly. I'm like, oh, baby, this public and this private. You want to, If you want to talk in private, let's talk in private. But you want to slander me in public, you are on my list of people I don't like uh, until, <laughs> uh, until you publicly fucking apologize to me. Like, you are not going – I know who the fuck came for me two years ago, and I will not let – I will not keep my fucking boot off these motherfuckers' necks. I don't care if you stop take selling. Because now you are my enemy. Exactly. And I think that's fair. And I think people think Basil's really mean. But I kind of like you're a tough guy online, right? But I don't think anything that you expressed here was unfair. If these hoes are acting out of way, all these people project uh, these images of being such altruistic, nice, good people, but they're actually being quite duplicitous. And you're just holding firm to your values. And the key thing being you're not inflexible you're not saying like hey i fucking like this is war world war three over this it's like no it's not and it's not like i'm constantly attacked but like if you want like you came for me very publicly if you want me to take my boat off your neck just fucking say you know what i wasn't ready to hear what basil was saying at the time i didn't really get it i whatever it is what it is i said some things he's not autistic and like whatever it's like 
I I understand that I, from on my perspective, from my side, it's like it sounds just as petty. I'm a Taurus rising. <laughs> I I am going to remember it. I'm going to stand. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be bullish about it. I, I that's perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I don't I don't consider myself mean. I don't consider myself, no, you know, uh unreasonable. But yeah, I have this thing that I'm trying to get people to understand. So when you are when you present me with an example to to amplify it and to highlight it and to draw those distinctions, I'm going to use it. You know, and it's like exactly. I don't come for you personally. I don't come and say you look like you have fetal alcohol syndrome and your <laughs> fucking eyes look retarded and you're a country bumpkin fucking wanna be you're you're you know, you're Alice from Queens, but you're Alice from Dixie. You're some fuck like you're <laughs> in a fake gay marriage and you're both on grinder in an open relationship, like you're a disgusting faggot. Like I don't say shit like that publicly. Exactly. And if you did, it would all be entirely Incidental if it resembled any person's uh right. living. If it like, resembled it any person with a name with a stupid fucking name that has like that resembles like a natural feature on a map, <laughs> that's like fucking a coincidence. That's like South Park, where it's like all of those are coincidental. Exactly. This is autofiction parody. So um, and yeah, I'll just say this. I guess it's a little bit of an energy to the words. Uh so I think I think maybe someone could be a take seller, perhaps because like, I think ostensibly, sure, I'm I'm a take seller. I'm out there, but like I'm out there because I felt like the, the need. I was like, I felt called. I was like, this shit sucks. And someone needs, people need to start talking like real people again, right? About real things, um, about things that matter, I guess. The energy is like um, counter to the people who are on the take. That's the other thing about take sellers. They're on the take and they are on the take. We don't know who's take yet. They're on the take and it's like, okay. And whose take they're on is not always clear. It's very shadowy and it makes me, they're always tied back to the one big thing. Like at some point, there's some issue at which they will not budge on and they could be so good on so many issues. It'd be so correct. This is classic disinformation kind of bullshit, like 101. Like they are so good uh, at maybe Ukraine coverage but they and trans issues, but they won't touch the vaccine. There's all these kind of... um, like kind of variations on this type where they're like a dissident quote unquote and they're selling their takes and maybe they are really good at it but at one point you step on a line where you kind of try to connect the wrong two things together and it's like you mm-hmm. you get a short circuit you know and they unleash they unleash their entire attack squad and it's wild it's really about whenever you're presented with someone who is presenting themselves because that's the thing they're presenting themselves as a dissident as someone who is standing yeah. outside of this whatever that we're dealing with your job should be as someone who's like be you know passively accepting this on the timeline you're passively being bombarded with all of this is to do that is to find out where is the connection that they have back to liberalism back to the big thing back to whatever the the one thing that it is and for me i've noticed you know i'm sure there are counter examples but for me it was always this tq thing so it was like oh this guy's great on the vaccine ask him if trans women are women oh this guy is great about you know anti-white racism all right let's ask him about the tranny thing oh this guy is great about you know whatever it is you know just anything ask about that but now now that it's like you know two years later it's like, because the thing is, it's like this thing always takes like nine to 18 months to recalibrate and reset itself. Now that we are like, you know, two years post basal inquisition, you see people who really kind of are, if not a hundred percent, like 95% of the way there on the TQ. So it's like, that mm-hmm. is no longer really the best it's still a great That's litmus right. test. Yeah. It's it's a wonderful litmus test generally, and I still stick by that 100%. That it's, it is the lit- shit test that you should 
being yeah, blind yeah. to people to see if they live in reality or not. But the take sellers get more and more sophisticated. You know, it's like they learn. It's like an AI that's constantly like rewiring itself. Uh, perfect. Yeah. That's what I feel about the counter narrative TM. I think a Robert Kennedy and his entire movement is a perfect example where it's like, what the fuck is going on with that? And I think the, the apparatus has learned to fake it. <laughs> they're not doing the like how you do in fellow kids anymore. They've gotten a little bit more sophisticated and they're sending, you know, actual zoomer twinks into the mix. To, like, oh my God. <laughs> There's that one <laughs> zoomer twink. There is that one zoomer twink. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I can't even look at him because I'm like, all I want to do is fuck your throat. I'm like, you need to, I don't turn the voice on. I just see him yap, yap, yapping. There's, there's two of them. There's one that's like, eh. And there's the other one. I'm like, oh my God, you are giving me, call me zaddy. Like, oh my God. But I don't, I don't ever listen to them. Yeah, it kind of scares me because they, uh, I said this to a guest, Eddie, they said that there's like a generation of pool houses. People like me are supposed to be the exception. And now there's like a whole generation of these very like manic psychopaths, basically, that are like super high energy. Um, and these ones are actually programmed by the Democratic Party openly. Well, that's what RFK is. RFK's whole thing is like to oh. tap into your lizard brain to be like, because you see him uh. and he's like, you know what the government did to my uncle and my dad, right? And like, it taps into your thing where it gives him this immense credibility where it's like, oh, you know what's up. But then he's going to tell you that, like, if you don't believe in climate change, you should be put in a jail. And if you don't suck the tranny dick, you are a bigot. It's interesting because I think... I think he's obviously great on vaccines and the health. The yes, whole thing absolutely. that he has done, I support. And I think I, I, where people are like, well, you think he's just some sellout? And I'm like, no, I think he, I mean, it's a Kennedy. Who knows what's going on? But I don't think it's actually out of the question that they would give up the childhood vaccine program and just say, we fucked up. Like you win concessions, 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 reparations, whatever for the right, just as much as they want to do for the left to cloud the waters and make things like a little confusing because it throws people off to what's actually going on. And the next thing you know, you get climate lockdown. It's president kennedy my thing is like even if kennedy running is a sideshow if you for all of us it should be like oh that's interesting let's see where that goes yeah. but if you think like oh i'm gonna support rfk it's like sweetie you fucking lost your you've lost your mom are you retarded do you not get what's happening here mm. he has a d next to him his name it's over it's not happening for me I mean, I, I love, I love, I, I love Jeremy Lafredo. I love him so much. He's so handsome. He's so handsome. You know, wonderful in the face. Journalist, you know, intrepid. But at the end of the day, you're not going to make RFK happen. I'm sorry. It's not happening for me. Maybe you can make it for someone else, but for me, it's not happening. Just like the DeSantards. Just like the DeSantards. It's like, you could say. DeSantis could literally come here and give me the sloppy toppy and all of that. And I'd be like, it doesn't change anything. The masses are with Trump. Trump has it. DeSantis doesn't have it. So sorry. It just is what it is. Mm. And that's what it is. It's like what you want, what I want, what anyone wants doesn't matter. Live in reality. The people are with Trump. Every day that DeSantis pretends to run for president is a day that he is hamstringing Trump, that he is helping the Democrats. It's like, sorry, he is great yeah, no, on the yeah. tranny issue. He's amazing on the tranny yeah, issue no, of, yeah. any, of any elected. Trump yeah. is horrible on the yeah. tranny issue. Horrible. He's constantly elevating um Caitlyn Jenner. He's constantly elevating. He would date, he would date Caitlyn Jenner if he could. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> But it doesn't change the fact that the people are with Trump and I have to be with Trump. It is I, what it is. 
It is what it is. Exactly. It's same. Nobody cool is voting for DeSantis, as we like to say around here. And you're right. I, I want to say if anybody could make me believe in RFK, it's Jeremy Lafredo. I mean, come oh on. Oh, my goodness. Come on. Can, can, we put a, can we put a fan cam of Jeremy Lafredo? I love that guy. Okay, he's never going to come on this program now. He's going to be terrified. And I want to say something really quick because we, uh, we're going to switch in gears up in this bitch. But I want to say this publicly, Basil, because we talked about take sellers here. We'll wrap this up by saying that my take sell cred, I'll stake it on this, is that people have suggested that uh, being associated with Basil, not Ty, that's not his last name, Neil Bactrian from the Twitter, that he's so controversial and maybe, you know, maybe it would be better for um, my take selling career to pursue just a little distance and i disagree with that advice i just want to publicly say like i have no uh i have a lot of beef with some of basil's (laughs) nemesis but not all of them and it's on a personal basis because that's how the world works uh being a normal person is like you maintain relationships and you know but i'm going to stake my loyalty on my friends and people who have been there for me and who I've learned from and who have not done anything to me or anybody that I love. There's been no harm done to anybody in any of these like situations. Truly, like no one's home was hurt. Nobody was like fucked up. Like everything's fine. And if people can't see that, that's their problem. And I I stake my take sell them on that because I will not compromise on any of that shit. Like I want to say what I want to say and to talk to who I want to talk to. I want to say, first of all, thank you for saying that. Second of all, that's a very admirable position and a very normal human with a soul position to have. Third of all, I just want to say, I'm not that Like, I am not, what have, what, what is so wrong with Basil? What is so wrong? I'm sorry. Yes, I have come very fucking hard for certain people. Nobody that I have come for has not come for me first. That's all I'm going to say. So it is what it is. I am a man with pride and with dignity. I will defend myself to the hilts. I have a tongue like nobody else. I will read like I will. Good at what you do. You are. Exactly. It's your gift. To be razzed by Basil is honestly, it's an honor. People should feel like to be dragged for filth by someone like Basil is a blessing and an honor. And like at the (laughs) end of the day, it's like, I understand if you're on the receiving end of that. If you hate, if you're a Basil here, I get it. But it's like, it is what it is. I appreciate it. Loyalty is a great thing. I feel the exact same way. I feel like I said it earlier. I was like, I, when I see Pool House's tweets, I'm like, oh, Pool House fucking gets it. If I like disappeared into the ether, I at least know that there's someone out there who's like keeping that spark alive, who like gets it. Who's like, no, bitch, you are not gay. You are just a sodomite. You are, you know, it's like, you are, you are, you, you, you get it. You get it. You just get it. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. But, you know, I think people miss, I think, honestly, and you don't, you don't let people probably see this. As you said, you didn't come for anybody who didn't come for you. And I think you were, you were hurt, you know, maybe you lashed out, maybe you drag people because you're gifted at the, at the art of the read, you know, that's unfortunate that for them, but like it, for you, it's a blessing. Because that's what it's like with this whole like uh, take selling thing in the Twitter sphere thing, this whole parasocial thing, where it's like, I, I really learned my lesson where I was like, I hold obviously present company excluded, I hold a take seller at arm's length because I'm like, at the end of the day, you will put your take selling above whatever parasocial relationship we have. And I learned that the hard way because it's like, it is very difficult when you're like, oh, are we friends? And then it's like, oh, but you will sit there while motherfuckers are dragging me. And it's like, sorry, you're not my friend. You're a take seller and you're, I get that. That's okay. That's okay to be. 
my friends exist in real life. Uh, you know, it's like, it is what it is. It's like, but now since so much time has passed, it's like, now I feel like I've been able to come back to it. And it's like my, the persona online is able to just be itself. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and I'm able to just like kind of engage with like you or, you know, thoughts and prayers or, you know, ball or pop. I'm like, I'm able to engage with you guys in a way that's way more um genuine because it's like, oh, I am like fully done with my crusade. I now exist. I feel like I exist as like an old sage kind of thing where it's like, hello, hello guys, you go out and do your thing. And I'm here to like make big white cock jokes and like, you know, talk about how much I love that. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's funny. It's effortless kind of like, that's, I think another thing, uh, we'll leave it at that. I'm not Pollyanna. Everyone thinks I'm such a naive, a sweet angel. I mean, I, I am, but at the same time, like, I know that's not how it is and people aren't going to be adults. And by staking my claim to Basil, evil Nemo Bakery, and I will now risk, you know, pool house could be a villain as well and go fucking do it. I don't fucking care. Luck. Good Every luck time, making a villain you know? of Pool House. I Please would love to it. see They have you. no it's idea. Like... Unleash it. It's a villain in the same way that the God of the Old Testament is a, a villain. You right. Know, wrath. He will get what you deserve. And I'll just say also, just keep letting me know you just don't know what the baddies in your, your group chat would say. I, it's wild. Ew, like, you're friends off. with a guy who won't pretend that a guy, like a man in a, a little twink in a dress is a girl. It's like, what are you talking about? What are you I, even saying? I don't even, I don't even get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I don't care. <laughs> is that a thing a sinner no okay. <laughs> no i mean i literally i if i had a fucking nickel for every time i was on the timeline and i say something like oh people with sexual identities are going to at the end of the day always you know default to defending the left and the civil rights act and the you know the liberal all one thing because they receive benefits from it inevitably someone in my replies would be like well aren't you gay and i'm like no bitch like i i'm not and it's like yes and no what, what do you want the long story or the short story the long, <laughs> long story short yes but long story long it's like no i don't i it's like i Having same-sex attraction is not the same as doing the act of sodomy is not the same as being gay. And when I say, every time you hear me say the word gay, know that there is like a little um, superscript TM after that. You know, it's gay trademark. You know, it's like this, the gay person was invented in the 1960s. The homosexual person was invented a century prior to that. Prior to that, it didn't matter whether you were an occasional sodomite, a situational sodomite, a habitual sodomite, an exclusive sodomite. You were not gay. Okay. Right now, there is no dick in my ass. 
my there's no right yeah. if you want it's like let me yeah you know, if you want to double check like there's no dick in my mouth etc etc i am not gay okay <laughs> if i am celibate for an extended period of time who cares what's going on in my head without me expressing it to you with my words to say you know what i would love to suck a big white cock right now you would not know and you would not and there's nothing and it's like oh well your 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 mannerisms are flamboyant or whatever it's like yes they're flamboyant Yes, they're sassy. Yes, they're effeminate. But there's mm-hmm. no, but those are things that are separate and apart from gay. And when you realize, like, oh, this man is a Muslim, okay, this man will go oh, back to I Afghanistan. By the way, that's my favorite. There's like a series of basil bombs when people like are learning about you, but it's like it's. So oh great. my god, I got one today where it's like, oh, very interesting coming from the religion of peace, and I'm like, oh my god, please go fuck yourself. I'm like, I really cannot deal with you people, but to so be like. I will, you know, God willing, go back to Afghanistan next year. You have to understand the distinction between I I am attracted in my mind to men versus I am gay 24-7 no matter what I do or who I do or don't do or whatever. Those are two separate things. One, it says, okay, I have thoughts in my head. I'm a human and not an animal. I'm able to control myself, restrain myself. If I... You know, if I fail, the flesh is weak and I commit a sin, that was a sin. Just like, you know, fornication is a sin, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, obviously you can make the the, the theological argument that, you know, sodomy is worse than fornication, whatever. That's like a separate conversation. But it's different from saying you are, as a matter of your essence, 24-7, regardless, immutable, inextricable from yourself, a gay person? No, I'm sorry. My selfhood, my personhood does is not built around who I want to suck or fuck. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, so that's why I say... I'm a yet unreformed sodomite. Who knows if by the time I reach 40, who knows? Maybe I will settle down and marry two Afghan baddies and raise 10 to 15 God-fearing children. This has been the way for many men throughout all of millennia. It's like, oh, you're a young man. You get used. You get a little bit older. You start using. You get a little bit older. You marry. But and in a world and in a world and in a world before um, hormonal birth control. You don't you you don't have sex with your wife every time you want to have sex because she will have 18 children. Mm. Oh well, you know, there's a fem there's a towel boy. Oh look, Geo mm. Geo yeah. Scotty yeah. is a towel boy. Looks good. I'm going to dump my seed. And it's like this conception of the homosexual as a 24-7 state mm. of being is a liberal modern conception. And for more on this topic, I suggest reading Foucault, The History of Sexuality. And someone even said saying it's like reading Foucault from the right. And I guess, yeah, because like I, I don't know what Still am, I the right? am I on the left? Never, but yeah, yeah read, read Foucault from the right. And it's like, yeah, gay is not real. That's why there shouldn't be a fucking legal category that gives out legal protections and legal dispensations and monetary dispensations based on who you suck and fuck. Yeah. You're lawyer. You should not be able to sue your employer. If he doesn't want to have a, a, a fucking flaming faggot in his place. Sorry. He's going to hire you for any reason, period, which is already the law. So it's like weird to build something into the law to undo the discrimination that is legally protected. But then there's like certain things you're not allowed to discriminate against, but you can't, it, you, it's ridiculous. You can't separate that. Long story but. short, <laughs> I'm the white man's whore. Yeah. I am Thank voluntarily you. celibate, but I'm not gay. 
No, me neither. And me neither. <laughs> the whole concept of homosexuality and Foucault. I was at school back in the, it was the, near the, to the turn of the century, my young lad, and it was a different time. That's where things were actually we're going in a lot of ways was like deconstructing like whiteness was whiteness is kind of made up in a lot of ways there's a bunch yeah. of ethnicities in europe there's like a bunch of them it was all like moving towards like deconstructing gender not because it's like we're going to get rid of it or switch it was just like to understand what it is better basically right so we can live with it there was a time academia maybe wasn't going to go i almost got sucked up into some i had a reactionary moment in, in my uh, marxist academy and then went fully nutly right wing but anyway the point being that foucault uh, on the right also very good on biomedical security the entire fucking yes. fucking about fucking quarantine and surveillance madness and civilization <sighs> history of sexuality uh, what's the other one? Discipline and oh. punish. Discipline, mm-hmm. that, discipline and punish. I use, I cite discipline and punish all the time. I'm defending the Taliban because they'll, because <laughs> they'll post uh, videos of. Even recently, I saw a video of uh, a local, like uh, you know, authority um, painting a woman. Right, very lightly caning a woman, giving her a hundred lashes for fornication. She, she deserved it, by the way. I just want to put that on the record. She probably broke she, a law. She. Volunteer, she confessed to fornication. She she got a hundred lashes, and it's like a hundred of those, a hundred like lashes, slaps, light slaps, right? But I'm like, people want to call the Taliban, you know, oh my god, they're medieval, they're from the sixth century. I'm like, no, baby, they're postmodern, they're Foucauldian, they are they're reorienting the locus of state punishment away from the obfuscated prison and back mm. to the public and back upon the body. This is Foucault-pilled. The Taliban are the true Foucaultists in the fucking world. They are the postmodern pimpo of, of the world. And I say this to the fucking, this libertarian, I forget what his name is, um, this libertarian who got caught uh, following a bunch of like middle school uh, pages on Instagram. I forget. He's like, that- I forget what his name is. Palumbo guy or Palumbo, no? yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, always like, I'm always like, I'm always like, um, listen, he's like, oh, he because he quotes me in someone today who was like, I'd much rather raise my kid in Saudi Arabia or the Islamic Emirate of uh, whatever the um United Arab Emirates or whatever yeah, than yeah, in the West. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Well, I hope your kid doesn't end up gay and executed. And I was like, I quote to him, I was like, Having same-sex attraction does not equal committing the act of sodomy does not equal being gay. You should read Foucault. He liked them young, just like you do. <laughs> and your kid can grow up to be gay and killed because they moved to New York City and a crazy homeless person stabbed them on the subway, by the way, in America, as we also do a lot of a, a public shamings in this country and public punishments that in some ways might be worse than a, losing one's livelihood as a, as a provider for Speak saying something it. about the tranny question Speak might actually it. be worse than a few hundred slaps because you were a dirty reckless word disobeyed your husband i don't know why i'm so passionate but I, I, this is not necessarily i just want to say not we're not pro-taliban we're not anti-taliban we are open to the taliban on this podcast <laughs> okay i just want to make that clear bye bye that me. is fine for the backlash editorial position the basil neobactria position is we are pro-taliban <laughs> totally fair totally but also fair. i i also like i i love using this example okay guy gets arrested okay for stealing fifteen thousand dollars worth of goods what is more humane Putting him in a box for 15 years with bouts of solitary confinement or 
chopping off his hand and letting him go on with his life so that everyone knows this man is not to be trusted. He is a thief, but he goes on with his life. He's able to provide for his family. He's able to do whatever, as opposed to keeping him in a box for 15, 20 years with mm-hmm. Bowser solitary confinement. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You're not going to convince me that the West is like this bastion of human rights and like sensitive sensi- sensibility and sensitivity. It's like, no, it's like, these are just different criminal justice approaches. Who's making the profits off the guy whose hand got chopped off for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody. Yeah, the profit in Society. the West. Every fucking minute, people are making money off the incarceration. It's a complicated issue for sure, but the idea that it's like somehow like a better, I don't know. Yeah, you're exactly No, no, right. it, that's the thing. It's a complicated issue. And the idea that you can sit there in the West and be like, never having critically examined this. And it's always fucking faggots. It's always faggots. Hey. It's always like, <laughs> like, oh, that is just so backwards. I could never. And it's like, you have never critically thought about this once in your life. And you stand on this moral high ground as if you have figured it all out. And it's like, you live in a society that sterilizes and mutilates children because they play with the wrong toys. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble. I've seen it in the wilds. I don't believe it was a troll. A person with a trans flag in their bio going like, well, they do general mutilation over in that whatever country it was. And it was like, are you fucking serious? Oh, you mean they do things to little girls' vaginas? Like, oh my God, I can't imagine. I mean, so is it bad or is it not bad? I can't keep up. I can't keep up. Very confusing. I think that what that woman did was wrong in, in Afghanistan because I actually think. This is a controversial take, but I think homosexuality, sure. Sinful, yes. Definitely not a marker of identity. Like, who you are fucking or... It is not who you How are. How you come is not who you are. It's in that moment, yes. It is in the context of dating. It is in the context of, like, who you are fucking, yes, for sure. I mean, I struggle with external labels. In general, I think it's ridiculous to try to define uh, an essence of selfhood through, like, a bunch of made-up bullshit from, like, Madison Avenue. It's These aren't real. These aren't... Just as Latino is a made-up political construct that people will think is a real thing so is gay it's a social class it's a made up uh right. thing totally right it would not it didn't exist really in, in context regardless if there were gays and faggots because faggots have existed since the dawn of time of course Tennessee but- williams fucked men you know gore vidal fucked men but they were not gay you know because uh-huh. that is a construction that came after them so it's exactly. like and it's like who you fuck and how you come is not who you are. And it's like it's, I just refuse to. And it's it's way more restricting than it is liberating because it's like you get into this mindset where it's like now as I get older, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I could fuck a twink. And it's like, oh, if I could fuck a twink, I could fuck a woman. And it's like now it's like, oh, did I spend my whole like teenage years and early 20s like really restricting myself by saying like, oh, you're gay. And it's like. Oh, actually, maybe I should have just like naturally come to wherever I was. But it's like, but because outside of myself, there's this <laughs> legal framework that exists that creates this legal category where it's like, oh, if you call yourself this, you get all kinds of dispensations. Same thing with race. It's like, oh, if you are. So people with dark skin have always existed. Right. But it's like. But to be like a capital B, capital P black person only exists after the Civil Rights Act because that unlock mm-hmm. calling yourself a capital B, capital B, P black mm-hmm. person unlocks mm-hmm. all of these legal protections and legal dispensations. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's the same thing where it's like, if you call yourself a capital G trademark gay person, it's the same exact type of like scenario. And it's like, oh, well that's actually more restrictive and i actually it shouldn't be this huge controversy it shouldn't confuse people to the degree that it does when i say like 
Okay, yes, I love a white man. I love it so much, but I am not gay. Please don't call me that. But it really breaks these motherfuckers' minds and they don't get it. They, they what I hate, what I hate, I'm sorry, just to, no, no, what no, I no, hate no. so much is that it's so quickly turned around as like, oh, you're a self-hating gay. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, the only gay I don't hate is myself. I hate you, faggots. I, like, oh, the, oh, like, I, I don't get what that's like. I'm oh really chill with who I am, you know? You Pre- don't get it. Preach, preach, preach. I want to note that you mentioned in the Civil Rights Act, how it like to create this, this class of a black person. And that makes a way people can think about it. That makes a wealthy Nigerian immigrant who comes here, who's a doctor on the exact same footing as a child who grew up in Detroit with no dad. Let's just say, I guess that, that could happen hypothetically. And in the gay way, it's kind of the same way as, and now we're trying to create this extension whereby a person who like grows up, like, legitimately with homosexual desires that class of person is now the same as a like 40 year old woman who has short hair and like dangly earrings and her husband is like probably kind of gay so she's just decided they're now queer or whatever and now they're the same class this law is like it's a bifurcation it creates a separate class a quote-unquote protected class which shouldn't exist inside of equality we're all exactly the same but it also just creates this uh, optional kind of category for people to enter which comes with a bunch of criteria you have to opt into a bunch of other shit to do it but it truly is a a second state it is a second Mm -hmm. state in the eyes of the law as far as i'm concerned and it's like another example that kind of highlights the insanity of it all is like think of the wonderful straight men in our lives who have like you know let us like fondle them or like suck them off or do whatever and it's like they have had more same-sex interaction than, say, that queer woman who's married to a man who, like, is a super Democrat. But because he does not, he would not, obviously, because we love him for that, and that's why we love him, he would not and does not do take on that additional abstraction of being a gay person, right, and keeps it as a private thing for himself, does not access those benefits that someone who it's like, oh, well now you have to outwardly say, because the whole out, the whole act of outwardly saying is a, a pledge of allegiance mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. civil rights system, the civil mm-hmm. rights act system, the left mm-hmm. generally. And it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fuck the civil rights act. That's a civil rights act one and two, by the way, because there is a civil rights act of 1871. I'm on my whole civil war reconstruction build. I'm like, I'm deep, but maybe we'll table that one for the next time. This goes into James Lindsay. This goes into James Lindsay. Exactly, exactly. And so this husband, though, I will say, he's having, like, when I realized how much gay sex straight guys were having, I was mad, honestly. I was fucking mad. I was like, you mean I could have just been like having I'm really a platinum gay, as I mentioned. I like have never done anything with a vagina, not I don't think they're gross or anything. Like, you know, I'm not like one of those, but like just never had any uh, relations with a woman in that way. Also as a C-section baby. So I've never literally touched a vagina, platinum gay. And yet I could have still like taken on an Asian wife or something, probably, I guess, and mm-hmm. just didn't have sex and just like, you know, just gone golfing. You know what I mean? Had boys night. Oh. Sweetie, I am still to this day considering like, damn, should I just marry my cousin in Afghanistan, bring her (laughs) over and just be like, put three kids in her and like live my life and do whatever I want. My brother is convinced that this is the height of immorality and that this would be so um, unfair to her. I'm like, would it? I don't know. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. 
immorality or the height of modernity. It seems to be like same right. as it ever was. Um, What's James, the difference? What is the difference? So yeah, so gay people exactly they don't exist. People stop identity. Stop using any labels. It's a trap. Anytime you're given so a label, true. it's limiting and it seems freeing because you're told like you can be this thing because you were born this way. You know what I mean? Right. It's actually a trap. These are fucking categories, and they keep making more of them because they need to just keep creating markets essentially and to keep you trapped these systems these labels bring you into ideologies it's very subtle it's done from childhood basically that you're told and it's not just sexualities it's where college you're going to go to what career you're going to have like there's all of these like uh pre-fab boxes that are created for society and these these ones are particularly dangerous when it comes to these identities because they're based on sexual identity at least it's based on something real i guess sort of an attraction i think the trans right. uh, based on trauma it's an exploitation of basically mental illness created to its own category they're, they're traps they are traps and I'm not saying you have to stop fucking men. Like, right. No one's saying that. We're not saying that. No one's saying that. Do what you need to do for yourself. Find out who you are. That's like the whole point. Like you will not be able to find your true self through these, these means. It's going to be a lot harder through the means offered to you by the neoliberal uh, cookie cutter identity agenda. It's just not going to work. And aside from the legal categories that it, it puts you into the legal boxes, like with the civil rights act, it's also like a pharmaceutical market segmentation. It's like gay and trans are not things. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, you're gay. Oh, that means, oh, you're going to be a customer for prep. Oh, oh, you're trans. Oh, oh that means you're going to be a, a customer for cross-sex hormones and maybe double mastectomies. Oh, you're a lesbian. Oh, you're going to be a customer for IVF, um, IVF treatments. It's mm-hmm. like, once you realize that, it's like, stop doing, you know, the Madison Avenue's work for yeah, yeah. them. Stop playing their game. Don't go and get the bonus whole bottom surgery gaze. They're going to offer it to you. They're going to they're say, who are you? Do you want a nice little bunt? They're going to offer it to you and they're going to call it a bunt. That's a bonus hole. And they'll drill a little hole in there and you'll be like, oh, now I can, you know, triple penetrate or whatever don't do it wait guys only double it no wait the way the way my hands and my fingers like like tensed up in a way and i was like i i cannot possibly you hate it because i mean my top era I know. Well, I mean, I hate to tell you, but I feel very oracular in this prediction. The era of Bunty is coming. Oh, like how do you serve Bunt in like a public transportation type? Of <laughs> <laughs> Readers, please quote tweet and respond with your with your answers. Uh, I think I just called them readers. It's funny. He's dead.
James Lindsay is such a faggot. <laughs> I, 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 I am shocked. I, I was running off the premise because obviously uh, this week, James Lindsay also quote tweeted me and called me a Christian nationalist, which like made me laugh. But like, I was like, I was operating under the assumption for months and years or whatever, however long I've known of James Lindsay's existence, that he was a sodomite. Like he was like one of the girls. I, I, apparently this is unconfirmed. This is not really a thing. Who knows? I don't know. But he's a faggot i don't know i don't know if he sucks exactly, dick or gets exactly. fucked he's a not faggot irrelevant <laughs> and the thing about james Lindsay is is like okay so like we said earlier it's like the way i approach stuff is i always say it's like from a marxist perspective right yeah, and yeah. for james Lindsay and the james Lindsay universe like that is like a no-no yeah, word yeah, yeah, yeah. that is like so bad and i always thought of james Lindsay as someone who is like you know, at the same time, a genius and a retard. And like, yes, yes. Cause like I, when he would talk about things like, oh, this is like, you know, a cultural revolution. These are like struggle sessions. I was like, oh yeah, no, that's like a very like insightful connection that you're bringing up. Like, that's like very true. These are like struggle sessions, but then he's like, oh, this is neo-Marxism. And I'm like, uh, is it, but even in that, even in that thing, it's like, there's like, a, a superposition of like this is retarded and this is brilliant because it's like because it's like even Marx himself would say like these people are just the most advanced liberals these are the most radical liberals these are the most advanced capitalists they are dissolving all types of non-transactional bonds they're sweeping away all pre-capitalist patriarchal bonds the family you know marriage gender itself these things are all pre-capitalist social relationships that these people are sweeping away and it's like does that make them marxist does that make them uh hyper liberals who knows I don't know, you know, and it's like James Lindsay, I don't think really knows either, but, but he's like on to something and it's like, but what he does, what his role ends up being in the discourse is like this guy who, and there's many like him, he's not the only one, there's tons of people like this who will say, you know, the left has gone crazy, the left is insane, the left, 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 and then it's like when someone to his right says something that accepts all of his premises and takes it a, a step further, he'll be the first one to throw his hands up and say, oh, you've gone too far. We need to protect liberal capital L liberalism as such. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, so th- my thing is I have no enemies to my right. Okay. No one to my right is in power. Okay. And it, it goes back to my race play take too, where it's like, both sides engage in the race play hysteria, right? The left engages in race play hysteria by doing land back, decolonization, kill whitey, right? The right engages in race play hysteria by doing, I'm a literal Nazi or I'm a libertarian with an Asian girlfriend, you know? Mm-hmm. But these two things, although they come from the same place, are I treat them differently because the one on the left who's talking about decolonize and kill whitey and blah, 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 is saying the exact same thing and reinforcing the exact same narrative as the people in power, right? The guy on the right who has his race play fetish and has his Asian girlfriend 
is so far from power. There's no one in power who's talking about like, oh, let's bring back Hyperborea and da 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 da. It's like. So right. I'm able to like, unfortunately, say, unfortunately, <laughs> yes, unfortunately. So it's like, I'm able to say, oh, whatever, that's like cute or whatever. But the one who has the race play fetish who wants to kill Whitey is very dangerous. Same thing is going on here, where it's like someone to James Lindsay's left or someone like James Lindsay, right, who's going to say, whoa, you're a Christian nationalist if you want to overturn Obergefell, which is the Supreme Court decision, which gave right. uh, gay marriage, Right. Sweetie, you now are ex- you are in a position on the right saying the exact same thing as the left <laughs> who is in that position of power against someone who's saying, I want to overturn Obergefell or Lawrence V. Texas. Lawrence V. Texas is the one that decriminalized sodomy law or, or made um, sodomy laws against, you know, unconstitutional. No one is talking about overturning Lawrence V. Texas. Okay. No one is even talking about overturning Obergefell, mm-hmm. but you are now counter signaling those people to your right, making them persona non grata, making mm-hmm. them untouchable mm-hmm. based on this liberal line, this arbitrary line of the sand that you have drawn because you want to be like chill and normal and whatever. It's the same thing that women did during Dobbs. So when Dobbs uh, was decided that overturned Roe v. Wade, you had hysterical women be like, oh my God, they're going to, uh, you know, take away my right to kill my baby. Sweetie, you live in California. You live in New York. You live in DC. You live Mm -hmm. in New Jersey. No one's taking, you could kill your baby after it's born and no one will stop you. Thank you. It's true. (laughs) But what you end up doing while you're doing that is weakening the anti-left position and strengthening the left position. And I'm sorry, after COVID, Hmm. I see the world very much as like, are you helping the left or are you undermining the left? And if you're helping the left, I'm coming. I'm not, you're getting these, you're, you're getting the fucking heat and if you're undermining the left you're my friend so i have no enemies to my right and that's really what it is with with something like and i'm sorry i'm sorry i just have to say this if if you're a normal man and when i might mean normal i mean like a heterosexual like you're attracted to women um why the fuck do you care what the fuck sodomy laws what the fuck are you talking about i i fuck men i fuck men Okay, I fuck men. I fuck them. And that goes in there, yeah. It goes in there, it goes in uh, everywhere. And I'm like, I want sodomy laws back on the books because it would make it hotter and it would make it... (laughs) And it would make it would it would reorient society towards a more pro-social configuration because it would take sexual orientation out of the uh, Civil Rights Act. It would be like, oh, you want to suck and fuck? Go to the fucking dark room like a fucking normal faggot. You want to suck and fuck? Go to the docks like a normal faggot. You want to suck and fuck? Go to whatever. But it's not, you know, it's like, why are you as a normal man taking up on behalf of faggots? And then you act surprised that people think you're a faggot. Thank you. Well, Thank you. Not just, yeah, it's undermining the right in the sense, yes, yeah, keeping those people from ever having any position. Because like, oh, if the right was somehow to get power, what is MGT really going to do? Or MTG? She's not that credible. Like, she's good. She talks some good game. The GOV is fake. They're cucked as fuck. So it's not yeah. even 
So why on your earth are you even like, I don't care how, I don't care if someone says they want to round me up and gas me. My assumption is like, that's going to come out in the wash by the time they actually get down to the part where they're actually in control. And if there is a a crazy coup where they like, you know. It's not an actual, it's not an actual political question in contention. Exactly, exactly. The actual political questions in contention are stuff like, do we teach kids in school that they can be born in the wrong body? Do mm. we, so, you know, do we create legal protections for sexual orientation and gender identity expression, et cetera, et cetera? Do we have quote unquote gay marriage? Those are things that are in contention. Even that gay marriage stuff, I would argue, isn't even in contention. No one is talking about Obergefell. We are no. only talking oh. about the trannies. We are only talking. So it's like, why the fuck are you going to undermine and counter signal and cast aspersions on people who agree with you on the tranny question over a hypothetical debate about sodomy laws. And I'm sorry, Lawrence v. Texas was decided, I don't know the exact year, but it's like, even (laughs) if Lawrence v. Texas was overturned tomorrow, what, you think all of a sudden states all across the fucking country are going to put sodomy laws back on the books? Sweetie, half the Republicans are faggots. Thank thank you. What are you talking about? Live in reality. Live in reality. Exactly. And the reason he's doing it is because he's a tape seller. And so there's always this element of divisiveness, of stirring the fucking pot to get the clicks. They're constantly creating fake rules, fake litmus tests. It's not even, you know what? It's partially that about like the garnering attention. You know what it is? You're right. It's because he's a take seller, but it's because the take selling market, the media market, which exists in Los Angeles, New York, and Washington, D.C., because it's political take selling. Those are all controlled and gatekept by homosexuals. (laughs) If you are a man who looks good, who these sinister homosexuals want to fuck, you will skyrocket. That is exactly why the trans question, the TQ, is something that is a third rail for so many of them because the take selling market is gatekept and dominated by cosmopolitan homosexualist, you know, types of people. Mr. Faggot. Listen, listen, if it was me, if it was me, I'd be like, oh, you got a podcast? Let me see what that dick do. Let me see what that dick's like. I get it. I get it because I'm a faggot as well. We all get it, you know? But it's like, it's kind of, it's 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 difficult to explain to non-faggots and it's difficult to explain to people who have no conception of the industry as such or how like these types of things work. And it's like, oh yeah, no, this is a whole industry based on like who you're sucking and fucking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it is what it is. Always, yeah, you know, spaceman click click of the gun always has been, you know, like always has. It's so true, and it's nothing changed. It's like being surprised by me too, all over again. Uh, but yeah, you're right, and it's um, it's run by it's run by faggots, it's run by sinister homosexuals, and bleep redacted. There's also a lot of that that runs it too, and then there is also. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i'm allowed to say it trust me um and then uh yeah you said, oh, no, did you did you see that thing with um like joey lawrence or one of the lawrence brothers being like oh well you know they told me i could be in one of the marvel films oh, yeah, if i did X- oh my god and i'm that- like why is this news first of all you're a man either do it or don't and shut your fucking mouth i'm sorry shut your fuck like sorry i mean sorry. I mean, it's a whole i knew someone from high school that li- that went down the the west hollywood to the brian singer twink jacuzzi pipeline and it's it was tragic it did not end up well for him Oof. he passed away young and you know it's like and this and that's hollywood yeah sure and we're talking about i say 
microcosm, but still, it's the same. I thing. always say God did me a favor by making me morbidly obese because otherwise, like, I'm now trying to correct that and like try to like you know what we'll see where I am next summer. But um, if I was if I was correct in my, when I was 16, 17, oh, baby, I would have been washed up on some shore of whatever, like used up. <laughs> you know, I mean, unfortunately, maybe you may, have, you may have a point, but you are looking fabulous. Is what I will say, and God bless it. We did not, either of us ended up in that because the whole Los Angeles thing is a trap. That's a, I'll say this all. Demonic, demonic. And it's not, nobody's organically, and it's been, we're going to talk about Hollywood just only because they were talking about this take seller market. It's a microcosm. It's a smaller version of the same thing. There's not, there's not a lot of organic traction. Let me just put that out there. There's organic traction, but there is a lot of manipulation. There's, mm-hmm. and it's just a, it's a very sinister thing. So uh, the point being though, really is that it's run by faggots, of course, of mm-hmm. course. And James Lindsay, is he a faggot? Was he born this way? I don't know. You know, I actually love, I actually, love the superposition of like not knowing because that's kind of like more in line with like the whole thing where it's like I don't want to know yeah I don't well you know it's like it's like I don't know you don't know am I I don't know what are you doing I don't know are you trying to are you trying to you want me to whip it out what are you trying to do what are you trying to get into <laughs> you know it's like so it's like I would much rather live in this world where oh James Lindsay I don't know who he fucks he doesn't know who I fuck I don't I I am not I am not gay. Right, exactly. All I know is that you're acting like a faggot when you're (laughs) counting people to your right on the basis of anti-sodomy laws. Like, sweetie, Sweet. I'm, I do the sodomy, not currently, because, you know, I'm all self, but I do the sodomy. Bring back the sodomy laws. What are you doing taking up for me? Shut the fuck up. Sit your ass down. about him being like simultaneously like correct and wrong at the same time it is very schrodinger's cat uh, i feel like you called it did you call it schrodinger's retard i did call it he is schrodinger's retard for real because like, sometimes i'm like are you retarded or are you a genius i really don't know really and it's like maybe that's part of the shtick we know he is like something of a performance artist like the whole like i think that was great what he did with the whole uh, fake academic papers with um with oh yeah Hell. that was cool that whatever so i first heard james uh Lindsay, i think it was on like joe rogan or something and i remember like really i had, like a boner for him just on the air i didn't know what he looked like or anything but i was like oh this guy gets it like, he's sucking it to the wokies you know I and he's know. always making allusions to the fact that he's hung and i'm like prove it what's and up he, and the man spreading he loves a man spread. he taught me to man spread actually i was like yeah it, comfortable to be it's like yeah. why, why why am i as a man concerned about taking up space god made it for me right i should be taking up as much space as i can if i'm not taking up a space i should be taking i should be getting bigger it, it, it. 
thank you, which I hopefully I'm trying to get bigger. Actually, I, we're, all, we're all trying to get into our fighting shape, right? We're all trying yes. to get to our our top form for the parody street war, which is definitely coming parody. It's not. I feel like we got it. I feel like uh, yeah. I feel like we got it. You're a faggot, but you're not gay. I'm not gay. No one's gay. Gay is not real. Blah blah exactly. blah. You're either raped by Freemasons as a six year old and hypnotized to forget about it and grow up oh to be sexually attractive, <laughs> or you're not. Okay, that's just that's all there is to it. Okay. That's it's, a Freemason. Uh, or sometimes it's sometimes it's Catholics uh, priests. Yeah. It just depends on your context uh, and geography. So I was telling you the other day, Basil, that like um, you know, if a woman's place is in the kitchen, like a tranny's place is truly behind a keyboard, in my opinion. Like either either a synthesizer, preferably a synthesizer. Actually, right. a lot of them do default to the like keyboard and computer. And sometimes there's uh, some talent, I guess, that comes out of that as well. Because I have a segment on the show. Oh, I should do it too. Let's. Bash some trainers. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. And I started that segment, and it's it's it's, a, it's not it's literal bash. It's not physical. It is a read of the this is gay culture. Okay? Right, honey, get with it. Get with the time. There is such thing as gay. It is a culture. It is a vibe. It is a spirit. Um, don't get it twisted, I guess. It's something, what, yeah, it's something when you put them together. It's like magnets or something. I don't know. The magnet really, doesn't work unless you put metal near it or something. Like, it's exactly. something like that. No, when Carl Bain said, I was born this way, which is what, you know, Lady Gaga ripped off this old disco song, he didn't mean homosexual gay. He meant fabulous. A quality which is uh, transcendent. I don't hate any trannies. I'm using the word tranny out of love. Now, I don't right. think it's kind of violence trannies. I have a very specific definition, and I do think they're mentally ill, as all homosexual uh, umbrella people are. It's all mental illness at the end of the day, which is fine. You know, we're, we're all people. We're working through it. And I'm serious in this. I would never judge a person based off of any like of those so-called identities, those qualities that we talked about. They're not real. When a person presents themselves to me, I'm going to have a little bit more of a barrier because they are a man in a wig saying they're a woman. I'm going to have some questions. Okay. Right. I'd be like, okay, you're operating on this particular level. Exactly. But that is not a, a marker ultimately of someone's essence like, or their worth as a human or whatever 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 yes, exactly. and i choose I, I align with people based off of like qualities that are much more important to me than any kind of these fucking political labels they're, they're fake and bullshit and, and i get this a lot i get this a lot that where it's like the impression that i have like this like autistic aversion where i cannot even like be confronted with a cross dresser it's like no sweetie again i am a faggot i understand but it's like i get the girls but you know it's like I personally, I just like when people know their role and exist in their role and exist in their niche and whatever. And so it's like, I love a truck stop tranny. I think it's so funny and so camp, but I don't want the truck stop tranny in my kids' school. I don't want truck stop tranny being my boss. The truck stop tranny has to exist at the truck stop. You know what I'm saying? Or it's like, or the the big titting of man... Right, or the big team of Man Lepore fucking like fuck doll. You need to exist at the club. Yeah, we're doing exi- coke in Berlin. <laughs> exactly. It's like I don't you should not be my member of parliament. You should not be like no. It's like thank you. Or 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 like um you know, you are a weird tech freak with like long, stringy, greasy hair and knee-high stocks. 
you should be writing code in a dark cave or like making synth music or like, you know, making like electronic. Channel that derangement. That's why many homosexual, many homosexual attracted men, oh my God, we start calling them hams. (laughs) Such homosexual attracted men of of history, you know, Truman Capote, Capote, like uh, we're such good artists, which are good writers. Burroughs, great example, deranged man, but he's channeling the energy into something productive. And it's such a fucking uh, cop out that like all the really good homosexuals basically died and got replaced with a bunch of fucking loser fucking people mm-hmm. who are harping as gay men and it's not a real thing they're appropriating something that they are not they're just fucking empty fucking vessels then we used to have there are quote unquote what i call like real trannies they existed always and it's like the whole point is the marginalization like divine like john waters is the whole notion of camp it is not work in the mainstream the entire point is its oppositional status to the mainstream if you told someone like divine or someone like amanda lapore or someone like any of these types of people who are like archetypical like you are getting it you are in your space you're in your niche you're channeling your thing in the proper way if you told them you're like oh in the year 2023 you are going to have a legally protected category no one can discriminate against you you could get any job that you want and if anyone even looks at you weird it is an act of discrimination and they are a bigot they would look at you like you're fucking nuts because you're fucking nuts it's like no i'm sorry we are supposed to treat freaks and sideshows like they're freaks and sideshows we can appreciate them we can love them for what they do we can appreciate their uh, production into the world but it's like, sorry, I'm not going to treat Divine or Amanda Lepore or any other fucking, like, you know, whatever, as, like, my HR boss. Like, no, it's not yeah. going to work that way. Or you're a fucking a general in the army, you know? No! Like, no, no way! Go, go to Coke in a club, like, literally, go do something. And none of those, Amanda Lepore, I doubt had any aspirations to be one of the joint chiefs of staff i don't think she wanted right. to be a member of nato that was probably not on like the list go find the next fucking andy warhol go live in the factory like it's just you know there's like less dykes in the world thanks to this whole you know trans thing I, they're, I like gone. they're, they're gone they're gone that's also sad and actually and this is why i do get passionate people i mean people say like well people else are you so like mad about this like you don't even have kids you're like so passionate and it's like uh, yeah, but I was a kid, and this, if I was a child in this age, I would have been trans. Like, it, oh, 100%. Like, yeah, 100%. And it's, and it's disturbing to think about the fact that there are probably little boys and little girls as well now who are, which is, makes no sense. It wasn't even a thing. It was not, that was very exceedingly rare. This whole, I will say this. I will say this um, because it's like all of this is 100% a cosine, 100% agree. There are now, it's so funny that it's like now two and a half years into me being online or whatever. Now there are like online trannies who are like um, not pariah the doll, but pariah the doll adjacent who are like, who are like, oh, Basil's mother. Basil gets, you know, it's like, you know, like kind of like ironically (laughs) hyping me up in this type of way. And I'm like, it's so hard to explain. It's like, you are doing dating strategy. You are doing incel dating strategy. If we all exist in oh, every gay bo- child, right? Understood when they first kind of understood that they were attracted to men, knew that, oh, my life, if I want to attract the type of man, a real man, would be easier if I was a pretty girl, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 99.9% of us realize, oh, that's just a silly pipe dream. I will continue to grow into the body that I'm in and I will make do with whatever I have. Mm-hmm. For the 0.01% of us, 
who are like, oh no, I'm actually going to fight against nature tooth and nail to become <laughs> a girl to try to trap men. It's like, okay, yeah, you could do that. That's great. But it's like, stop fucking pretending that like fucking gen. I'm sorry, gender dysphoria is fake and gay. You're not fucking, you're just a gay boy who chose a, a, a particular type of, of dating strategy. You could, you were able to more or less successfully do it. I don't know. I haven't seen you in person. I, and that's the thing. It's like, oh, uh, you said like Tranny's natural space is to be behind a keyboard because it's like, yeah, because this is my natural stance, right? But behind a keyboard, I could roll my shoulders back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out, you yeah. know, and it's like, and now it's like, okay, yeah, I'm behind a keyboard, I could trap men. And it's like, it's like, um, it's all, it's all so fake and gay, but it's like, it I, I can live in reality and say like, yeah, you're just like me, girl. Girl, we are just two same-sex attracted men. I chose to live in reality. You chose to fight against reality tooth and nail. Yeah. yeah. But if you're not making electronic music or, like, entertaining me in some way, I just don't... I'm like, what are you doing? I'm just like... <laughs> exactly. Put on a show, bitch. Put on a show. Thank you. Thank you. Like... The base trannies, uh, you know, base trannies. I'm sorry that you you chose wrong, unfortunately, and you're right. kind of where you are. You're you, care around, you care around, you try your your base now or whatever. And I get that because we have, I have to have a solidarity because it's. But they're uh, just like uh, James Lindsay. They're just like James Lindsay. They end up in the. This is the thing. I have yet to be a base tranny. You know what I mean? The whole point, I guess, is that like you chose wrong. You're now base tranny. You're trying. You are basically James Lindsay though because you're. Always reinforcing the wait, wait, say it, Ray. We'll say it. Say you're it. you're gonna critique the excesses and reify the premises. I love it. I love that that one popped oh. off. That is like a real one that really is, and I love that that gets attributed to me. Like it's just funny to me that like now it's like, like two years later where it's like people will just like tag me and stuff and be like, oh look, I have had some sort of impact. Like yeah, no, yeah. you are always going to critique the excesses and reify the premises. You are always gonna draw the line in a way that protects your. Cat- category of existence where it's like oh exactly. oh, oh but me and caitlin jenner are cool it's like uh yeah. cool what do you mean cool cool like yeah i can grab a drink with you cool sure but yeah no you and caitlin jenner do not get to have f on your fucking driver's license sorry exactly yeah base trannies they're going to at the end of the day i guess yeah they're gonna sell us out they're gonna be take sellers they can be take sales at, at heart perhaps but maybe they'll come around that's they need to hear that they're not gonna you're never gonna be aisha erotica you're never gonna be sophie maybe that's really the best grand but maybe you should aspire but they should aspire i feel like they should aspire yeah, yeah, yeah that's what they should aspire they should aspire to being you know pop girlies making dance music doing that type of thing as opposed to I'm one of the good trannies and like, I want to be the face of like base train. Like that's gay and fucking weird. Like exactly. stop doing that. You, know, you mentioned Chase Icon to me the other day. I feel like she might be kind of a secretly based tranny. And that's another thing. I will. That's another thing. I don't care. Pronouns don't fucking matter to me. I will use whatever fucking pronouns I want. There are some people who are so militant the opposite way where they're just like, I will not. Oh my God. Pronouns. Yeah. And it's like, why, why are you giving them that power? I will call men she, as Basil and I are want to do. Some baggots are going to get the she, her, because it's what's yes. Oh, and that's just how it, it, that's how it be sometimes. Their words, they're ephemeral. Deal with it. It's not fucking violence. It's not anything real or tangible. In fact, if it's violence, it's because words are a virus from outer space. Whole other topic. My point <laughs> is, I guess. So Chase Icon, she is, she is like maybe kind of a base tranny, you know. Oh, you know, there's all, a whole but all of these things are like I could call Chase Icon she her only because I know 
men can't be women, women can't be men, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. So now I'm past that point. So now I can fully enjoy the nuances of whatever. But when I see someone who's afraid to say men can't be women, blah, 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 and they call Chase Icon she, her, I'm like, okay, no, you can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. Because I need you to say right now that men can never be women, da, 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 da. and then once you get past that point, now we can sit here and bask in the beauty that is like the fluidity of gender and the nonsense of da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. But until you get to that point, it's like, oh, no, you're actually just like reifying a bunch of nonsense. It, exactly. And that's why, that's why there's room in my heart actually for the base trannies in the, the day because they, they are down to Kiki and they're down there. I think they resent the whole move, the whole ideological uh, imposition. I think they just kind of wanted to like look high and like whatever, wear makeup, which mm-hmm. is like, okay, just go with that then fine. But this whole idea I'm- of this apparatus is out of control i like them just because it undermines the the narrative against me from my haters that like oh my god you're so uncool you've never met a cross-dresser before it's like fuck you i'm a fucking faggot just like you are bitch i know what the fuck a fucking cross-dresser is i know what the fuck a tranny is i can sit and talk to a tranny i can be civil with the tranny but the thing is, I believe what I believe. And, you know, it's like, I could call a tranny she her all day, but I will tell her to her face, like, bitch, no, you cannot change your fucking license. Sorry. Exactly. Your DNA still radiates uh, XY. I'm sorry. You're you like, know? oh, you're getting a little aggressive, sir. Sir, you're getting a little aggressive. <laughs> Calm down, mister. I think we said what needed to be said in most cases. There's a... I think it's worth repeating that James Lindsay is a faggot and mm-hmm. it's important for us to say, and I say that with love, but it's yeah, because I'm yeah, yeah, accountable. Yeah. It's actually funny. I mean, wait, I have to say it correctly because I like, know the concept, but I never say the phrase. Reaffirm the center. Wait, say it again. Critique the excess, reify the premise. I need to write it down and put it like up next to the the printed out tweet of James Lindsay calling you a Christian nationalist <laughs> and them above my desk. I was like, does he know? Does he know? <laughs> I, oh my god that was a top 10 moment it was hilarious uh, but no it, it's like a way of I, I like to remember it's a way of holding myself accountable it's a very good just rubric to have and just to be like what am i doing here you know because like it's very easy it's very insidious the way all of this stuff works and it's easy for us to like critique because we're pisces and sagittarius we're above everything we are allowed to but you know it's we're, we are still of course human we're connected to this i live in society i'm not above any of the critiques i ever make i'm, I'm always trying to better myself through you know through experience and, and through learning and so that's a, i think it's a really useful lesson i, I encourage people to uh, think about it in their own lives like where where are you actually are you really doing the damage you think you're doing are you really making the criticisms you think you're making this conspiracy the people it's the, the tq it's the the anti-vax thing all of the all of the counter narrative is quickly uh becoming further and further instrumentalized it's going to become more obvious to people as it goes on that this whole a lot of these dissident spaces are not what they seem to be and at the end of the day all you really have is like your own personal moral like your own self your own identity and that isn't tied up in gay tranny blah 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 that's not all real right all you have is your discernment your own ability to function and think as a person as a consciousness in the world and do you want to do do you want to go around the world doing that, you know, by like, do you want to be serving the mothership or do you want to be getting the fuck out of this prison? I want to get out of the prison. I know about right. you, base. <laughs> I'm trying to do a jail break. No, I feel, I 100% feel you. It's basically like, you got to ask yourself, are you, do you, whenever you're like, want to react to something that you're seeing in a way that defends, you know, whatever you feel is precious about yourself, are you, you have to ask yourself, all right, do I sound like an anti-leftist in 2023 or do I sound like a leftist in 2005? 
And it's like, oh, maybe if you sound like a leftist in 2005, maybe you should ask yourself, are you just critiquing the excesses and reifying the premises? Because I'm sorry, the way the slippery slope works is that if you just go slightly higher, you still slide down. You know Mm. what I'm saying? So it's like... But well, I I, I want to say I love talking to you. I will anytime you want to have me on, I'm always happy to do it. I am sorry for any backlash, no, unintended, that you may get for being a basil associated with the basil brand in any way. But I I love I love you. I love this podcast. I hope wish you nothing but the best. Right. If I wasn't cut out for backlash, I would be truly in the wrong industry, <laughs> the wrong brand. Um, where can people find you? Or what do you have to do? Where can people find you online? Yeah. So if you want to find me online, you can find me at Neobactrian, N-E-O-B-A-C-T-R-I-A-N on Twitter. I keep saying that I'm going to do this final episode of Bear Battery about the trip to Afghanistan. Who knows if it'll happen? Who knows? I also am writing an article about the trip. I'm currently doing that. That is going to be um, hopefully published in this thing that one of my mutuals is doing. Um, So yeah. So yeah. Follow me there. Um, Yeah. I had a prediction, Basil, that actually uh, you have to finish that episode. You will not return to the motherland until you finish the episode. I think that's so. I think that's so I true. Think I think, honestly, to, I think that's right. it. And actually, yeah, and as you actually, as I said, that we have a motherland. You have a motherland, of course, like a, a homeland, I guess, an ancestral land. But there's another promised land beyond that. The Basil and I will one day return to. It's the our. Heavenly Father's Garden of Paradise. There are virgins waiting for both of us there. We will be straight when we get there. It's going to be amazing. And I just feel like, just exactly. Thank you, my (laughs) friend. (laughs) And I just think, um, you know, at the end of the day, Focus on what matters, people. There's, you know, there's a whole bunch of, uh, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of tricks and traps out there to get you all twisted up and, and confused. But at the end of the day, listen to your good old friend, Basil, your good old pal pool house. Things will work out. We're, and we're not mm-hmm. as bad as people make us out to be. We're very oh, It's spoiled. so true. It's so true. <laughs> they make us villains. I mean, am I the villain? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Bad guy Chun Li over here. It's just not. It's not. They need posters like me. They need posters like me, so they can get in their fucking group chats and make me the bad guy, Chun Li. They need rappers like me, so they can get on their fucking keyboards and make me the bad guy, Chun Li. Basil, I, that should be your closing message to the people, but I'll give you one. Do you have a, do you have a closing message for the people? That was it. That was it. I'm not as bad as you think. <laughs> <laughs>